0: Hey, mama, do you regularly feel overwhelmed with your list? Do you always secretly wish there were more hours in the day? Do you feel like your options are either sacrifice your sleep and health or let some of the balls drop? Do you feel like there is always just too much to do and not enough time and the to-do list keep rolling over to the next day? Today, I want to share with you three tips that are absolutely golden for your time management. These are helpful strategies and mindsets that I'm working on in my own personal life and that are working for me, not only to get more done, but to find more fulfillment in my days because I'm using my time wisely and seizing or savoring the slivers of time well. I know today's episode is going to be so helpful for you as you structure all the details of your days and keep crushing it as a mompreneur. So pause right now, leave a quick review, show me some love and let me know how this podcast is speaking to your heart and then keep listening for the rest of today's conversation. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast, where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle High and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted, and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, let's process this journey and grow together. I don't know about you, but one of my biggest challenges in life is finding the time to get it all done. As a wife, mother of five, homeschool mom, managing a house, orchestrating activities, and juggling business and relationships, all in the mix, there is just so much to do. So many details. Sometimes I think the life of a woman is nothing but loads of details and managing moving parts. I think that's really our strength as women. We see the little things and we put all the pieces together to make life work, which can often feel overwhelming and literally be so time-consuming the challenge is keeping up and getting it all done, right? Do you regularly feel overwhelmed with your list? Do you always secretly wish there were more hours in the day? Do you feel like your options are either sacrifice your sleep and health or let the balls drop? Do you feel like there's always too much to do and not enough time and the to-do list keep rolling over to the next day? I don't know about you, but I resonate with all of this, and especially since diving into business, I have been on a pursuit to fine tune my time management skills. You cannot be a wife and a mom and do business well without developing yourself, and this includes honing in on your time management game. And let me tell you, I am still a work in progress, still learning, still growing, and still failing all along the way. It often feels like the list just keep growing and at the end of the day, there's always a handful of items that are rolled over into the next day, no matter how hard I try to finish. My husband would argue and say that I always plan way too much. My expectations are too high and I think I can do more than is actually realistic. And although I know he's right, (laughs) regardless, regardless, I wanna share with you a small, simple strategy or a mindset really for getting more out of your day. For not only squeezing every drop of productivity out of the hours, but for also savoring the sweet moments that are sandwiched in between. I really just want to bring to your attention and your awareness how precious the slivers of time are in your everyday life. When we're aware, we can be intentional. And when we're intentional, we can make the changes for good in our life. Let me pause and say that I literally just had an idea, grab my phone to pull up Amazon and look at a summer dress and then send it to a friend. And then I realized, wait, that is not what I'm supposed to be doing right now. I'm sitting here, my kids are all situated. I'm preparing for a podcast and pulling up Amazon right now is totally a distraction in this moment. It is not what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And a few minutes on my phone would derail me mentally more than I can afford. This is a perfect example of how the little things matter. The little choices we make with our focus, our attention, and time set the course for our productivity and ultimately attitude and satisfaction throughout our days. As a mom pursuing your greatest potential within the walls of your home, if there's one thing you have to get in your head, it's that the little things matter. I'm learning more and more in life that little things are actually the big things and should be handled with care. Now, before I get off on a tangent, let me get back to the point of saying that it's the little moments, the little slivers of time, and the windows of opportunities that can give us our greatest advantage in finding success and fulfillment at the end of the day. So don't miss this. I was talking to a mom the other day who was actively building a business with her husband and just had her fifth child. She's actually breastfeeding two, not one, but two kids at the moment. And with that alone, I mean, all she has is small slivers of time to get things done. It's not easy, but she's making it work. I know that you don't have a lot to give when your kids are young and you're in the trenches of motherhood, but your little bit can count when you spend it well. In a perfect world, having a chunk of uninterrupted time blocked out for business would be best, but it doesn't always work like that. Regardless of your season, there is incredible value in seizing the slivers of time so that these precious pockets of either being present or productive don't get stolen from you. Today, I want to share with you three tips that are golden for your time management. These are helpful strategies and mindsets I'm working on personally and that are working for me to find more fulfillment in my days because I'm using my time wisely and seizing the slivers of time well. So maybe the word seize that I keep using, maybe it's not making sense to you. You could use the word savoring, thinking about savoring the slivers of time. I resonate with the word seize because I think you almost have to be aggressive with these moments or aggressive in your approach, or they're just gonna slip right out of your fingers. The key is to decide beforehand what you will do with your slivers. So much can get lost in transition. Have you ever been working on a project or a task and you got up to walk to the kitchen for a drink of water, to refill your coffee, to pee, something, (laughs) and before you know it, you're switching laundry, answering a million kids' questions your kids are bombarding you with, responding to an email, or making lunch. You transitioned to do one thing and you got bombarded and ultimately distracted with all the little things that were thrown your way or that popped into your mind to do in that transitional moment. Being laser focused and proactive with your day is important, especially during transitions. These are the windows of time where so much time is lost. And as a mom, we can constantly live in reaction mode unless we're intentional to choose otherwise. Listen, life happens, interruptions happen, inconveniences happen. I'm not saying to ignore the pressing needs that come your way for the sake of a schedule, but I am saying to be aware. What is a true need and what's just a distraction that can wait for attention at a better time for time management, I'm a big fan of time blocking, meaning giving blocks of time in your day to a specific purpose and filling it with appropriate tasks for example, maybe from six to nine am that's me time that's when you get up, you read your Bible, you do a little workout um, you have your time with the Lord, you get ready for the day maybe you listen to a podcast or a sermon you're writing your gratitude you're preparing the schedule for the day. Then from nine to 12, you're all in on homeschool, hundred percent present, all in with that. Then in the afternoon, you know, you block out your time for work, your business. Um, you block out time for household chores. That's just the day-to-day life, all the things that have to get done. And you also block out time for dinner and family time. Of course your marriage too. Don't forget that. I think sometimes our marriage can come last. I know I'm I say that because I know the struggle. It's like our husbands get the scraps of us at the end of the day. And I just throw that out there to make sure you intentionally prioritize your marriage because it is so important. If your marriage isn't right, nothing else is right in your life. And so make sure that is super important as you schedule and structure your life. Okay, but the in-between block. So you have time where you block off the main things, the bigger bigger things, but in the in-between blocks and even within that, there's many little moments of in-between. And this is what I'm talking about today. So when you set up your schedule, block out your time for the big things, and then come up with all the little tasks that you can slip into the crevices of your day. When those in-between moments come up, you can decide how you wanna use that time intentionally. So here are the options of what to do when you're faced with those precious pockets of time throughout the day. have got three options, okay? Number one, decide to be present. There are so many beautiful moments to be enjoyed when we can slow down and just be. I think this is one of the most valuable intentions we can make as a mom. It's often the interruptions the inconveniences, the frustrations that our children throw our way that can lead to the opportunities to actually stop and be present in that moment with them. To turn an annoying moment into something purposeful. Instead of just reacting, be aware of the opportunity of interruptions. The opportunity to help your child resolve their conflict with their sibling. To teach them to forgive. To teach them how to respond to a situation. To just give them a big hug to look into that beautiful face and wipe away the tears, to get up and wipe their booty when they're screaming on the toilet and just give them a gift of your patience in that moment, to give yourself permission to laugh at the shenanigans or to get down and listen to what they have to say to answer that silly question, whatever that looks like. There's that quote that is so convicting and it goes, children are not a distraction from the more important work. They are the most important work. This is a hard reality when you're driven and focused on your goals and you have young kids to juggle. Here's the amazing thing that I've learned. I've learned that a little bit can go a long way with your kids. Sometimes we have hours to spend at the park or pool or doing some great activity with our kids, but more often it's the little slivers of time that matter most. One of my goals as a mother is to spend intentional one-on-one time with each of my kids each day. The time spent and what that looks like, it looks different every day. But if I go through a day and I don't really connect with my kids, then what is the point? What is the point of it? It doesn't have to take long to be meaningful. And all that our kids want is us. They don't need all the things and all the entertainment. At the end of the day, your kids just want you. So just give them you, all of you, for moments of time and love them well in that way. From a child's perspective, a few minutes where mom is giving all of her attention to you, where she's meeting you in your moment, where she's entering your world, where she puts her phone down and is fully present, this fills our kids' hearts and satisfies them. If you want your kids to be more content, give them some quality time. It doesn't have to be super long, and the slivers of time provide the greatest opportunities because the unavoidable moments, the annoying moments can be turned into sweet satisfaction when they're stewarded well. Okay, so when we have those pockets of time that come up during the day, number one, we can just stop and embrace it, use it for the good, and just be fully present, right? Number two, our second option is we can decide to be productive. So number one is present, number two is productive. Remember that thing about how so much of our world revolves around details? Well, you can use the transitions, the little slivers of time, to get the little tasks done. For example, I have right now on my phone a list that consists of things like register the kids for jujitsu and horse lessons for the fall, pay the electric bill, order this item from Amazon, research or look up a particular health topic, renew the library books, call my mom, and so on. These are the tasks that I can plug into the pockets of my day to be more productive. If there's not a time block to accomplish some of the small, less time-consuming tasks, you can just use the moments where you're sitting in the car or in the drive-thru or waiting for dinner to cook or sorting laundry or whatever moments that you have to be more productive. Plug productivity into these moments. The third option we have is to decide to protect our peace, to rest or create energy. During COVID, One of my mantras was protect your peace. One of the ways that we can do this in everyday life is to use the windows of time to take care of our needs to rest or move energetically. It is a literal productive hack that every 50 minutes or so, I'm telling you, like there's research to back all this up. Every 50 minutes or so, we've got to take a break. These are the mental and the emotional pit stops that keep us going without our own mommy meltdown friend, you don't have to be on all the time. And you don't have to go non-stop to get things done and to serve your family well and to grow your business. Take the time to take care of you. When you feel overwhelmed, when you feel anxious, when you feel exhausted, this is a signal as to how you should use your spare moments at that time. Or heck, even schedule in some time to rest. Literally, if I know that I have a huge day or a huge morning or I'm exhausted or whatever, like I can all literally plan in a nap or a 30-minute time. And it's just like, hey, it's one more thing I get to check off my to-do list. I feel good about it because I'm checking something off. But yet what I'm checking off is actually something that's gonna renew and restore me and keep me going. It's loving to me. When those slivers of time pop up, Take the time to protect your peace by doing something that's going to refresh you. For example, do some stretching and deep breathing. Uh, This is my favorite, just to lay down, put in my earphones, put on some worship music, and just let my body melt into the bed and relax. There's something about physically just letting your body relax. It energizes you in a a great way. Take a five-minute walk outside to pray or, or just be. Do an energetic workout or something small that's going to clear your mind, wake yourself up, and create more energy to keep going. Know your needs and take the little precious pockets of your day to take care of yourself in a way that is most loving to you. That's going to look different for everybody. Yes, we get physically tired, but I'll tell you, it's the mental and the emotional exhaustion, the the stress that we carry that truly drains us the most. Sometimes we just need to be still and to close down some of the 10 billion tabs that are open in our mind. Loving yourself and allowing yourself to be loved is loving to your family. I'm going to say that again because we need to hear this. Loving yourself and allowing yourself to be loved is loving to your family. Don't get it twisted. And one thing you'll need to do is to decide what you're not going to do. For example, I would really encourage you to set some firm social media boundaries, especially if you're running a business online. It gets really tricky there, but you can do it because as I mentioned in a previous episode, if you're not intentional with the slivers of time, social media will steal them from you. The apps are like magnets to our fingers and unless we purposefully stop ourselves, we will use every moment to scroll without even realizing it. It's just that addicting. In fact, I encourage you to consider deleting the apps on the weekends or simply for periods of time. I'm actually off social media at this very moment. Why? Well, because when social media becomes too comfortable for my fingers, I want to break that attachment. And right now, I specifically have some things I want to focus on in my own life, undistracted. I have a friend who took a social media break around Christmas time, which is the hardest time. That's the worst time to go off social media in a way because man, there's so many fun things to share and to see. So much is happening. It's just that busy, fun time of year, right? But she called it JOMO, the joy of missing out, J-O-M-O. And I know you know all about FOMO. That's the fear of missing out. That is a real thing. We know that. But I love the flipped perspective of finding the joy in missing out. Most things you will find scrolling on social media are not the most important things. Yeah, I mean, right now I'm missing out on some fun announcements from friends, birthdays, babies, summer vacations shared. And yeah, I'm probably missing out on some business opportunities too, but guess what? The world will keep turning and it'll be all right. It'll, it will be all it will right. And I can find joy in missing out for a time in exchange for what's most precious in my life. I feel like this is another conversation and a little bit of a loaded one at that, but all of that to say, I know you, my friend, I know you want to pursue your greatest potential and make a difference in your home and through the work of your hands, but you must be a good steward of your, of the time that you've been given. The little slivers count. And remember, our kids are watching how we choose to structure our life, manage our time, the priorities that we focus on, the attitudes we maintain, All influence how our children will be trained to live their life now and once they're out into the world. So let's steward the slivers well by seizing them for the good and setting the example for the most important little people in our life, the people that are always watching our kids. I know there are so many tasks and details to juggle all the time, and it can feel like the time is so little. But more than anything today, I want to encourage you to give God your little. Yes, we have moments of time. We can choose to be present. We can choose to be productive. We can choose to protect our peace. Those are all important things that we get to choose. But in everything that we do, give God your little. As you determine how to use your little windows of time, always invite God into your moments. All throughout the day, Pause and acknowledge that He's with you. Thank Him for His grace and His strength in your life. He's worthy of that offering, and He wants to walk each moment out with you. It's Jesus who brings the meaning to the mundane by meeting us right where we're at. I read this post the other day, and I want to share it with you as it relates to this conversation. It goes like this. It says, Have you ever noticed how in the scriptures men are always going up to the mountains to commune with the Lord? Yet in the scriptures, we hardly ever hear of women going to the mountains, but we know why, right? Because the women were too busy keeping life going. They couldn't abandon babies, meals, homes, gardens, and a thousand responsibilities to make the climb into the mountains. I was talking to a friend the other day saying that as a modern woman, I feel like I'm never free enough from my responsibilities, never in a quiet enough space I want with God. Her response floored me. That is why God comes to women. Men have to climb the mountain to meet God, but God comes to women wherever they are. I've been pondering on her words for weeks and have searched my scriptures to see if what she said is true. God does indeed come to women where they are when they're doing their ordinary everyday work. He meets them at the wells where they draw water for their families, in their homes, in their kitchens, in their gardens. He comes to them as they sit beside sick beds, as they give birth, care for the elderly, and perform necessary mourning and burial rites. Even at the empty tomb, Mary was the first to witness Christ's resurrection. She was there because she was doing the womanly chore of properly preparing Christ's body for burial. In these seemingly mundane and ordinary tasks, these women of the scriptures found themselves face to face with divinity. So, if like me, you ever start to to bemoan the fact that you don't have as much time to spend in the mountains with God as you would like. Remember, God comes to women. He knows where we are and the burdens we carry. He sees us. And if we open our eyes and our hearts, we will see him, even in the most ordinary places and in the most ordinary things. He lives and he's using a time such as this to speak to women around the world. So mama, no matter what your struggles are, or how little time you have to get things done, I want to encourage you today to give God your little. Invite him into the ordinary everyday moments. Acknowledge him in your in-between moments and be encouraged that you are never alone. Father God, I just thank you that our little bit is enough for you, that you see us, as we serve and do the work that no one else sees, that you meet us in our struggles and give us the strength in our weakness, that you want nothing more than to love us and to meet with us right where we're at. Lord, open up our eyes to help us see you. Lord, help us to be more aware of the opportunities we have in the small moments of our day, but more than anything, help us to be more aware of you in the midst that we would feel your love and your presence guiding us as we love our families well and seek to honor you with the work of our hands. God, we have big dreams and we want to be used by you, but most importantly, we need to see you rightly. We need to know you more. You are the thing we desire to consume our days so that we can be filled with your spirit as we walk in purpose, productive and present, but honoring you all along the way. I pray that you would bless the mom listening today and remind her that you are proud of her and that she's doing a great job. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Hey, you like Mama so? Please leave a review. Hey, Mama, real quick before you run off and do all the things. If you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review. This helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect.